Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Behind the Bites. My name is Danish and I'm joined by Abbas and Vaibhav. Today we're discussing the Tab S8 series, just now launched by Samsung and everything we should know about them. Hello gents. Hey everyone. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, good, good. Uh, it was an interesting Samsung presentation, still recovering from it, but uh, other yeah. than that, all good. All right, so we previously discussed the S22 series, and if you want to check out that episode, that's up on the channel. But the Tab S8, pretty interesting, um, right? I mean, I, I think that maybe, maybe iPads have some competition this year. What do you think? Abbas, start us off with, uh, let's say, what's inside the tabs. So... Look, I mean, just starting with the iPad thing that you mentioned, right. I think last year Samsung kind of really stepped up their game. Even the S7 tab that came out last year, I think it was the S7 Ultra, or I'm not sure if that was a naming convention, but even that was a phenomenally good tablet. Uh, everything from the design to the speed to the performance to the screen, it was very much up against an iPad where it kind of fell was the software side of things. Right. Uh, you know, apps just aren't optimized for the Android tablet experience. Now, I don't know if a lot has changed in a year or not, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit more. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I think it is a serious competitor to the iPad. Uh, you know, I, I am looking forward to it. All right. So um, what do we have? Like what's what's the, on the power front? What do we have on the tablets right now? All right. So I think uh, I think to compete with, you know, when we're talking about iPad M1, uh, this time with these devices, Samsung's also gone all out with uh, the processing power. So we've got okay. Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 uh, chip, which is again the same across the board on the S22 as well as the Tab, 8, uh, Tab S8, so uniformity there. Right. Um, up to 16 gigabytes of RAM, so it will depend on which variant you pick up, and up to one terabytes of storage, again, depending on the variant you pick up. Nice. Okay. So, I mean, that's a lot of power, I think, right? I mean, it's a lot. As far as the tablet world is concerned and especially on android i think that's that's a good amount of power but uh, but yeah i agree with the bus i mean the optimization part is what's to be seen um then what do we have but remember how we saw the fold you remember with the fold we got a lot of multitasking capabilities right. last year right. right i think with all of those capabilities and this processing power and the bigger displays which we'll get to in like a few minutes right I think Samsung will address that this year. Okay. So on paper, it does seem to be something that will fiercely compete with the iPad because I know uh, I don't use an iPad, but I know the multitasking on an iPad isn't as great as it can yeah. be. Uh, and, and on Android, it's amazing. So yeah. from that aspect, they've already got sort of one step ahead. Okay. The iPad has good things that Android doesn't. But yeah, it'll be interesting if uh, when we do get them, um, I mean, to see in person or use. They they even did show us something really cool, which I was really impressed by. And I don't know if the iPads have this, but in the presentation, they showed that if you had a Tab S8 Ultra and yes. you had an S22 Ultra and you were, let's say, drawing on the Tab, you could pick colors on um, the Ultra. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Ultra everywhere. On the S22 Ultra, which was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure which app that was that they showed, 
But something like that, that sort of interlinking between the devices could be really cool as far as multitasking is concerned. Yeah, I think that's a pretty cool option. I think it was the Samsung Notes app that uh, they had shown. Not right. necessarily something new. We've actually seen something similar with um, Huawei. Uh, well, obviously, Apple's got their own ecosystem as well. Mm -hmm. But even with Huawei, they've done things between the tablet and the laptop and the monitor and the phone. So I think Samsung's kind of stepping their games on that. Um, the one thing that I kind of wanted to ask Weber was that he mentioned that um, multitasking on the iPad sucks. I completely agree with you on that. It's not the best experience. You did say that multitasking on Android was great. Now, mm. I just wanted to clarify on that. Are you talking about Android phones or Android tablets? I mean, are we on the tablet level? No, I'm screen? talking about with this bigger screen uh, for tablets specifically. Gotcha. Okay. And for phones. I think multitasking on iPhone isn't great either. I mean, on the phones, mm -hmm. does it really matter? I mean, does anyone multitask other than, you know, swiping up and so, changing or... Mm -hmm. Don't don't start this Abbas. Uh, Weber is a hardcore split screen oh, wow. user. I have seen him. I've seen him go on Twitter oh, battles. Wow. So, okay, then. I'll, 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 I so won't touch that topic. We'll reserve this for a separate episode. <laughs> but uh, no, you're. I think you're absolutely right. That 14.6-inch display is stunning. That was stunning, beautiful. stunning on the Tab S8 Ultra, and I think that allows you to multitask. You can. Yes, you're absolutely right. I mean, with Samsung bringing in their fold multitask options onto the tab s8 you know dividing the screen into two or three apps uh it will probably work really well on that 14 inch screen um you know yeah i think uh, that's definitely a nice canvas for samsung to showcase that yeah so um abbas go and tell us about the displays on each of them all right, so the Ultra has a 14.6-inch Super AMOLED 120Hz display, okay. and like we've said, it looks phenomenal. Very thin bezels around the side. It does have a notch. I'm not sure where they got that idea from. Let's just <laughs> not uh, you know, go there. Uh, then there's the Tab S8 Plus, which is slightly smaller at 12.6 inches, but it also has the AMOLED display, and I think it also does 120, 120Hz. Right. Um, the Tab S8, the normal one, which is an 11-inch version, that has an LCD panel. Okay. Uh, not sure why Samsung went with LCD on the smaller side. I think they should have just kept AMOLED across all of they them. Yeah. Maybe not enable 120 hertz on the smaller one if they didn't want to, but I think they should have kept the screen technology similar. I agree. Definitely. I agree. It, it, yeah. it, uh, this, is, this is them doing the things from yesteryear the where the Samsung yes, stuff, where they you know make you suffer um, with the smaller one, the uh, smaller device. But... I guess the LCD will be okay because I think they're aiming or they think that people who buy that 11-inch one, maybe they want it to be competition to, let's say, the regular iPad or the iPad Air. So in that respect, even though the regular iPad's display also is great, I think that they think the general usage of that tablet will not require an LCD. And I think that's where they went with it. Or it could have just been a cost thing. Yeah, possible. Very much possible. But I think for consistency's sake, they should have stuck with an AMOLED. Especially with this being a flagship yeah. series. True, true. Fair. Uh, well, one good thing is that all of them work with S Pen. So that's a really good thing. All of them have that weird place on the back. I just, I will never get over mm. how stupid that placement is for the S Pen, but they all have it. The Tab S8 Plus yeah. and the Ultra uh, have the... 2.8 millisecond ultra low response time which is great but the s8 has it a little higher which i guess is fine i guess yeah. the average user won't really notice and that's where the lcd screen with the yeah. lower refresh rate also comes true in. true 
I don't think it's a lower refresh rate though. It's the same refresh rate, just LCD. Oh, fair enough. Are you sure it's 120? Yeah, yeah, I okay. I think so. Nice. Fair. Um, but yeah, then we come to that uh, little notch you mentioned, Abbas, and that ha- is a notch because they've got a dual camera on the front. Both are 12 megapixel sensors. Uh, the camera can record 4K. And I think that that is primarily going against um, Apple's center stage because that's what mm-hmm. um, those dual cameras are for, where one is ultra wide and will kind of follow you around to a certain extent. Um, so I think that's where they're going with. What do you guys think about a dual camera with a notch? I'm not sure why we need a dual camera. I mean, if an ultra wide can do the thing just by itself, where you know it can use that center stage capabilities where it can pan around and zoom in and stuff like that. I'm not sure why you need the second camera on the front. Uh, you know, if you need good video, you've got cameras on the back, which I think would probably be the better option to shoot with. Uh, yeah. But I, I honestly don't know why you need deal cameras on the front. The only thing I can think of, and I have no idea if I'm right about this, but maybe both cameras work in terms of maintaining background and foreground. Um, maybe that's one reason they have it, but I'm not sure. I could be just um, assuming this, but I think... I mean, there's a filter on Zoom and Google Meet and every other app out there that can do that. So, you know, I mean, software is already doing that. So why? Maybe they just wanted to work better. It's like how the background... (laughs) Smoother. Yeah, just exactly. Maybe smoother. Maybe there'll be optimizations on Zoom for it or on whatever Meet for it. Edge detection might be better, maybe. It just, I think it's... When was the last time somebody said that on your Zoom meeting? Ooh, the progress between your foreground and background is beautiful. (laughs) How did you get that bokeh effect on there? When was the last time somebody said that on a Zoom meeting? Well, okay, maybe maybe they're going after the streaming audience then, right? Yeah. yeah, or the ones that make tutorials with a face cam. Maybe. And don't want to show what, what's behind yeah. them. There's always a use case. Fair. So I guess uh, I guess we have another topic of discussion at some point, which is iPad center stage versus uh, Tab S8 Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> but We're definitely that correct. Sorry, before you just move on further, I had a quick thought on the S Pen position that you had okay. spoken about on the back. I agree that it's not the best position, but I had the older one, the Tab S7. Okay. And what I liked about that, yes, exactly. With that case, it was quite nice because you know it would just you could flip the case from the top, and the pen or pencil would just come out from there. Uh, that was a really nice use case for that. And I'm assuming they're going to make the same case. Yeah, they for have this the same one. case for this one as well. <laughs> so yes, if you're getting the Tab get the case definitely definitely from the case Otherwise, perspective you will lose it for from sure. the case perspective i agree with you because when you put the tablet flat down it also gives it a bit of a raise which is nice yep. when you're using the s pen but just the tablet alone i i hate hate that positioning agreed you're always searching agreed. behind for exactly where the magnet is and yeah i i can't deal with that but yep, agreed. um but yeah Webhav, tell us about the optimizations as far as software is concerned so um, the optimization, uh, like we said, the note, uh, sorry, the fold optimization from uh, One UI right. comes to this. So you'll get good multitasking. You'll be able to pin applications, do all of that. Um, Dex is also here. So okay. you can literally, I think Dex works now with uh, by itself like it used to. But I think the tablet also works uh, with Windows PCs where the tablet doubles as a second screen. Nice. I think this is a feature that um, Apple's already had. Yeah. Sidecar, sidecar or something yep sidecar, yes. yep. but you'd need the same apple laptop and an apple ipad here you can do it with a windows um 
laptop and a Samsung tablet, mm-hmm. uh, Android Windows, which is kind of cool. And at 14.6, uh, that would be a really nice size yeah, to it's have amazing. a second screen. It's amazing. For video creators especially. Yeah. And with video creation, uh, you've got the pen and you've also got LumaFusion, yes. which is now coming to the Galaxy lineup. So Danish is a huge fan. <laughs> why d- I, Why don't you tell us? So I love LumaFusion, right? I've... Um, I think I've used LumaFusion so much with my videos. I mean, just recently I've started transitioning away from it because I have to. Uh, but in terms of basic video creation, everything from home videos to, let's say, the the, the average Joe YouTube user, LumaFusion is amazing. And frankly speaking, Android has to get it. Uh, whether it comes to the, I mean, I'm guessing it'll start with the tab lineup, but if it moves to the Fold, if it moves to the Note, um, all these devices will really be able to take advantage of it because I've used LumaFusion even on my iPhone. Forget about using it on my iPad. And it's amazing. Uh, it works so well to create nice videos. You've got most of the video creation features you need. And it's definitely better than Adobe Rush and Video Leap and all that stuff. The only thing that LumaFusion doesn't have, which some of those apps have, is um, better optimization for phones. So in terms of using it with your fingers, but in general, LumaFusion is a super powerful app, so I'm super excited that it's coming. Nice, very nice. Um, just continuing to stay on that um, OS or software side, uh, Samsung promised four years or four generations of so- yeah, OS four years. on these devices, four years. which is more than what Google is doing yeah. now, right? Google's doing yeah. three on the Pixel, because so hats off to them. Definitely, That's because awesome. I mean they started this about three years ago where they started slowly, slowly upping Uh, the amount of updates they give and it's clearly worked out for them and everyone knows that the global average of people using their phones is increasing every year so i think it's only smart for them to be like hey if someone's going to have our phone in their hand for three to four years let's just give them the best experience possible because most probably that'll that's what will lead them to coming back to us so no absolutely Absolutely. And at times, I've actually seen their security updates appear faster than Google. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, not at times. I've seen it a load of times. Um, Definitely something that I've been constantly using in my recommendations when people ask me why a Samsung over X or Y phone. It's been updates because a few years ago, the only phone we could say that for was Google or OnePlus. But Samsung has really, really worked hard on this and they deserve credit for that. One of the other things I'm not sure if you guys noticed or not was the emphasis on Google, 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 Google during the yep. unpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've like really sort of gone, you know, very much hand in hand with Google. I think that that just works out for them, right? Because um, right now with the way the market is, as far as on one hand, you've got Pixel itself and all Google's issues over there. And then you've got the Chinese market, which is just all over the place. Huawei is gone. Uh, OnePlus and Oppo are together. And I think that they they feel it's better to solidify this relationship right now where Samsung just becomes synonymous with a Google device. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And I wouldn't be surprised if Google being Google just killed Pixels one day and said, okay, our best phones are Samsung phones. I would not be, I wouldn't even blink if they said that one day. That doesn't surprise me either. Yeah. Google Play Edition returns. Oh man, yep. would be the best if Google Play Edition returned. Um, but fair. All right. So let's wrap this up then, since this was a pretty easy one. I'll ask a question, which I think I know everyone's answer. But if you had to choose one, which one would you choose, Abbas? 
I'd definitely go for the Ultra on this. That 14.6 inch screen with that, what, 6.6 or 6.8 mm thickness. Right. Oof, sexy device. Sexy, sexy, sexy device. <laughs> Webhub? I'd agree. I think the display uh, wins it. But um, if I wanted something a bit more portable, I'd go with the S8 Plus because of that smaller size. Right. Just a bit smaller, but it still doesn't sacrifice on the display quality the S Pen experience. So I think that's a good middle ground to have. Definitely. So I, I was going to say the same thing that I think the S8 Plus is would be the way I would go if I were actually looking for a tablet. But as someone who constantly, I mean, at least once or twice a day uses my iPad Pro 12.9 inch as a second display to my MacBook, I think that just for that reason, I would go for the 14.6 inch to have that because I mean, it's a 14.6 inch is a great size. And I think that, that would be the reason I would go for the ultra instead of the plus. Wouldn't the Luma Fusion work better on a larger display as well? It, video editing in general? It definitely would. But I, I use mine on a 12.9 inch display. I've used Luma Fusion on uh, even the iPad mini actually. And um, I think that uh, if you're comparing a mi iPad mini versus an iPad Pro on the larger end, there's a difference. But from a uh, S8 Plus to a S8 Ultra, I think the experience would very marginally be different. Gotcha. True. Fair enough. All right. Then thank you very much uh, for everyone who's listening. Let us know if you have thoughts about the Tab S8. Uh, and uh, where can we? where can everyone find you guys? Abbas? I am Ali on Twitter and Instagram. And Webhav? Webhav's Adventure on Instagram. All right. And I'm Dantox, D-W-A-N-T-A-L-K-S. Thank you very much for joining and we'll see you at the next one.